let's get ready for week four in the NBA. We'll look at the schedule, we'll look at streaming tips, we'll look at weekly leagues, and we'll look at Michael Bolton. Maybe not. Maybe we will. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and this is my glorious purpose and I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball on TikTok at redrock underscore b-ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code all lowercase LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. We're getting ready for a week four preview. Just, just a quick thing. I did put this out on social media and a couple of guys did reach out to me, which was great. I'm always looking for new clothes and new t-shirts that I wear on this show every day. So if you do work for a, an apparel company, a streetwear company, uh, you own one of those companies and you want to talk to me about uh, or show me what you've got, I'm interested in getting stuff to wear on this show and to wear out in public. Um, so hit me up, send me an email if you are in that position. Shout out to the couple of companies who have done that already. Um, but yeah, I'm always looking for new stuff to, to wear and to new brands to try out or even existing brands to try out, um, but always interested in that sort of thing. So yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. Let's talk week four because that's what we're here to do across the NBA. Let's uh, let's get into it because this week is... Uh, last week was a, a bit weird in terms of the schedule, in terms of streaming. It wasn't quite probably where we needed it to be. And I don't know why I'm couching that with, oh, it wasn't quite, but it was shit house. It was just a bad week for streaming. This is a much better week in terms of attacking the week for streaming. So while last week was a bit stashy, we could take the chance to stash Keontae George. And that actually came to fruition earlier than we expected, even though the scoring has been bad. He's had 20 assists and 60 plus minutes in two games. I chalked that up so far as a lowercase w. But this week... We are three weeks in. You assess your own team. How does it look? Are you struggling? Are you 0-3? Are you 3-0? and Because that can change some of your strategy. But we've also got this week a key, key ability to be able to maximize games played with minimal ads, which really does help in terms of taking more chances on uh, underperforming players or flyer types or any of that sort of stuff. So a little bit of a different strategy heading into this week. And it's always good to have that sort of upfront and understand where we're at with our strategy for the week ahead. So let's look how it, how it does go. We've got four games on Monday, which is a very, very light Monday. We usually have bigger Mondays, but we've got a big Sunday for some reason, 11 games uh, coming up on Sunday. The Sunday preview show coming tomorrow. Uh, coming, sorry, later today. Uh, 10 games on Tuesday, which again is opposite. Usually you have no games on Tuesday. Uh, so 10 games Tuesday, eight on Wednesday, the standard boring, annoying two games on Thursday, a very busy 11 game Friday. We've got six games on Saturday and nine games on Sunday. So in terms of who plays four games for the week, Boston, Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, the Lakers, the Bucks. The Knicks, the Thunder, Magic, Sixers, Blazers, Kings, and Raptors. 
for those of you who can count or for those of you who don't want to count, either one, it's 13 teams. That's not that many. Not that many. Right? Usually, we'll have 20 teams that play four games during the week. That's a lower amount of games this week. Also worth thinking about. So when you've got a week where 22 teams play four games, in a weekly setting, a guy that plays three games or two games is really not in a good spot. But when only 13 teams, less than half of the teams, play four games, a three-game week is not as bad. And a two-game week, while still annoying, and two of the two-game teams this week uh, have got stinking schedules, it's not as killer this week because the bulk aren't playing four games. The bulk are, in fact, playing three games. The Hawks, the Nets, the Hornets, Nuggets, Pistons, Warriors, Grizzlies, Heat, Wolves, Pelicans, Suns, Spurs, Jazz, and Wizards. So 14 teams play three games for the week. And again, if you've got your little pocket calculator out, maybe you've got a calculator watch, you can understand that we've had 13 four-game teams, 14 three-game teams. That must mean that two teams play, or three teams play two games. And they are the Rockets, they are the Pacers, and they are, for the second time in four weeks, which is amazing, the LA Clippers. Second time the Clippers have had a two-game week this season. That means they're going to have, and we knew this when we looked at the schedule at the start of the season, a lot of back-to-backs and a lot of chunky weeks coming up later on. The weird thing about two of those teams, the Rockets and the Pacers, and I'll address this later, but I might as well chuck it in now. The Pacers, sorry, the Rockets don't play until Friday. Not that there's many stream guys you have, but if you did try a stash on Atari Eason, if you do have Dylan Brooks and you're debating whether to hold, they don't play until Friday, and Friday's a high-volume day. So you might not use a Rockets player until Sunday. Now, you still keep your Jalens and probably your Jabaris and definitely your Shangoons and definitely Van Vliet, but Eason and Brooks, when you might not use them until Sunday, feels like a waste of a roster spot a lot of that time. But as I mentioned given that we can get some maximal ads in without maximizing waiver pickups, which we'll talk about soon, you might be able to hold on. Whereas for the Pacers, they play Tuesday on a high volume day and then they don't play again until Sunday. So a fringe Pacer, maybe it was Jalen Smith before his injury. Maybe it is Buddy Heald. Maybe it is Andrew Nembhard. I don't know why you'd have him in a 12-team league. Maybe it's Bruce Brown. And in a 10-team league, I can get this. And in a 12-team points for Bruce Brown, I get it as well. You might not use him on Tuesday, and then you can open up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday as an open roster spot. Is Brown worth holding through that if he's your worst player? Like Probably not. In a category league, he probably is, but this is the weirdness of this schedule for this week. You don't want to make too many panicky sort of moves, but it is something that I think is, um, that I think is worth mentioning or worth considering depending on your individual league format. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way as well. That's convenient and it's also awesome. Instead of you going up against individual people with their projections and their algorithms and their uh, salary cap lineups and all that sort of stuff, it's you versus player stats, you versus projections. You choose between two to six players, you look at the player stat that you're given and you just say more or less. That's as easy as it gets. And you can win up to 25 times your money back as well. You're going to have so much fun doing this. It doesn't take you all day to go in and do this. You just look at the things and go, okay, more, less, done, easy. 
multiple different sports. You can actually do the combo sports as well, like a basketball, football special combo, where it's like uh, three-pointers plus receptions for LeBron and Travis Kelsey is the option they give us. You go, well, they're going to combine for 10 and a half of those, more or less. Choose it. Easy. It couldn't be more easy. So go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. This part's easy as well. And use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Let's get back into the weekly preview now. We've seen how the games shake out. So let's look at quality games. We have streaming days five out of the seven days this week. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Look at your individual team. Look at your individual roster and your individual schedule. You may be. You honestly, it depends because there's not any 14 game days or 13 game days. You might be able to on Tuesday and Friday with 10 and 11 games on, you might be able to stream every single day. That is possible. I'm, I have to try and use some sort of cutoff. So we use nine and fewer as streamable days. And that's Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. But you might be able to hit Tuesday. You might be able to hit Friday as well. Um, there are a bunch of teams that have three quality games. The Celtics, Bulls, Cavs, Mavs. Bucks, Knicks, Thunder. Who's the last one? Oh, it's, uh, Kings and Raptors. I don't know what, what happened there. Um, they have three quality games out of their four games for the week. There is no team, though, that plays all of their games as quality games. So no four-game team has four quality games. No three-game team has three quality games. No two-game team has two quality games. The Clippers, even though they don't have the weirdness of the Rockets and the Pacers two-game schedule... They're the only one of the two game teams that has zero quality games. So if for some reason you are holding on to Norman Powell or Bones Highland, or honestly, get rid of, you know you know what I'm going to say. If you've got Russell Westbrook in a category league, do you need to hold him? Will you play him on Tuesday and Friday? And if the answer is no, do you need to hold him? Is he worth taking zeros all week for. In a points league, he probably is. But that things are going terribly on that team. And we saw Terrence Mann play 29 minutes last game. Obviously, you don't add Terrence Mann, by the way. He's not a 12-team guy, especially with his schedule. But that's a decision that is going to come. And I'd never suggest this for Kawhi or for Russ. Or sorry, for Kawhi or Paul George or for Harden, even though they're struggling a bit at the moment. But for Russ, with zero quality games, with two games for the week with a guy who I think is going to trend down, you have to ask the question, is, is it worth it? In a, in a lot of cases, the answer will be no. In some, it'll be yes. But in a lot of cases, that answer will be, the answer to the question, is it worth having Russell Westbrook on my team? Shout out to Rob Palinka. The answer will be no. Just think about it. Just think about it. So let's head to the stream zone. <clears throat> we can do it this week. We can use two ads and get five games out of it. That's what you want for streaming. That is the perfect scenario. Standard leagues have four ads for the week. They're not saying that's right or wrong, but that's what you do. Meaning you can get use one roster spot, get five games out of it. There's no team that plays five games this week. You, and you still have two ads left over. If you have two streaming spots, 10 games out of those two slots. Or you use those other two ads for stashes, for... Foolish drops from other people. Maybe you think the other person who dropped Russell Westbrook was foolish. Add him and stash him. This is how we do it. We look at Monday to Wednesday to begin. Tuesday is the big day in the middle. 
Monday and Wednesday are streaming days. And there are eight teams who we can look at. Boston, Chicago, Cleveland, Milwaukee, the Knicks, the Kings, the Raptors, and the Wizards. You can find a player on one of those eight teams that will give you nice value Monday through Wednesday. Now, it might be Al Horford. Kobe White would be someone I would be very interested in. Same as the rabbit hunter, Alex Caruso. In Cleveland, probably not much there. Milwaukee, is it Jay Crowder? Is it Bobby Portis? For the Knicks, Josh Hart? Hmm. Emmanuel Quickly, if he was dropped. For the Kings, Kevin Herter, maybe. Malik Monk, definitely worth a look. For the Raptors, Gary Trent, maybe. For the Wizards, who, who knows? Bilal, Denny, if he's there, Avdia. We heard that Dillon Wright is out for four to six weeks. I don't think this makes anybody a 12-team ad, but it obviously helps just give a couple of extra minutes into Tyus. We'll see what it does for Poole. We'll see what it does for Denny. We'll see what it does for Bilal. Deeper leagues, we'll see what it does for Ryan Rollins. We'll see what it does for out-of-the-rotation top 10 pick legend Johnny Davis. So something's going to happen there, but it's not probably going to impact 12s that much. So we've got that. We start that off for the beginning of the week. And then we target the Thunder because they play Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Three games, four nights to end the week. Lou Dort has already been playing well. May or may not be rostered. If he isn't, he becomes a great pickup. Kaysan Wallace. Three games, four nights. Started the second half, last game over Dort. Isaiah Joe, 60 minutes of action across three nights. Might end up with 10 plus threes and 35 points. Maybe Pig Williams. Maybe not. But Wallace, Dort, Joe, absolutely going to be worth a look for the Thunder. So have a look at it. But that is a way, and it might not be possible. Someone might grab... Wallace ahead of time, but what you, yeah, someone might grab Wallace ahead of time, that's true. Dort might already be rostered, and you might not have another great Thunder option. You know, Joe still would, still would be useful, right? Three games for Joe is 60 minutes usually. Anyone else who plays two games gives you 60 minutes as well. If there is 30 minute starter, how many of those guys float on your wire? Probably not many. But this is a way that you can do it. Just look at how your team is structured. I feel like there's someone that I'm missing on the Thunder. It wouldn't be Usman Jang. And let's go and double check this because who am I actually missing on this Thunder team that might be worth... Uh, oh, yeah, if Chet Holmgren's around, you at him. I'm joking. I know he's not around. Um, now, it's probably Joe. Joe and Wallace and Dort are the three guys that we look at there. Anyway, that's, uh, that's that part of that done. That is your stream zone. We've got finally a really strong target system that we can run. Schedule quirks. The Wizards... And the Hawks, we're just really bookending the alphabet here. They don't play on the weekend. So if there are fringe guys you've got, maybe it's the depressed penis. Maybe it is um, a Bilal. Maybe it's Denny, but you probably do want to hold him for the Wizards. They don't play Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday are both stream days. And there are three teams that play the Saturday, Sunday back-to-back. So a Bay, a DeAndre Hunter, probably not a Bogdanovich, not an Okongwu. Um... And then the Wizards guys, you could drop them. And then I said earlier, Houston do not play until Friday. And the Pacers played Tuesday and Sunday. So they've got four ga- four days off in the middle. And the Tuesdays are called a high-volume day. And the Friday for the Rockets is a high-volume day. So they're just dreadful schedules. And it was well with the Clippers having zero quality games for the week. All of those. Sometimes you get a two-game week where the guys play two quality games. And there are lots of three-game teams who play zero quality games or one. And then it works out okay. This week, it uh, it does not work out particularly okay for those teams for this week. 
Today's episode is also brought to you by the Jace Case. Jace Case is five emergency antibiotics that you can have in your home for whenever something is necessary. Like if you get into a situation where A, there is drug supply chain issues and you can't get the antibiotics you need, you're in a disaster type scenario, which knock on wood, we hope never happens, but you want to be prepared in that situation. But they also have the ability to chuck in some extra things into the Jace case, your daily medications. You can get a year's supply of that stuff so that you don't have those supply chain issues so that you can be well prepared ahead of time to make sure you're never having to miss out on doses or halve your medication, which as a pharmacist is a terrible idea because you run short and you don't have that supply at home. They're also providing things like generic erectile dysfunction medications as well, like Viagra and Cialis uh, on that supply as well. So it's all there. Gift cards too, they've got over at Jace Medical. So the Jace case, life-saving antibiotics, but also daily medication convenience. So go to jacemedical.com, see if it's right for you, and use the code Locked On for $20 off. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. The code is Locked On. The price is $20 off. As I find the button. Let's crack back in and talk more week four preview action. Let's look at the three in four night gang. There's a quite, a quite a lot that start things off. And we are going to look at Sunday to end week three here. We have got eight teams that play three games in four nights, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. The Bulls, the Mavericks, the Lakers, the Wolves, the Knicks, the Sixers, the Blazers, and the Wizards. Now, look at your Sunday schedule. Do you have an empty roster spot? Look at your Tuesday schedule. Do you have an empty roster spot? Because if you do, then this three and four makes more sense for you to attack it hard. Because you get three games, four nights, really big bonus. A lot of guys that are going to be useful there. One name that I mentioned this either last week on this show or during the week for the streaming show, and I am stronger on it now, Derek Jones Jr., he is worth a 12-team look at the moment. He is playing well. He is playing more minutes than Grant Williams. I am not saying he's a must-roster guy, but with three games in four nights, Sunday through Wednesday, Derek Jones needs to be rostered in more than like 4% of leagues that he's rostered in. Every 12-team league needs to pay attention to it. Don't necessarily need to add, but you need to pay attention. He should be rostered in every 14-team league and every 16-team league, Derek Jones Jr., the other one, which I'm going to highlight later, and I'm going to put his ugly mug. Ugly. Sorry, I apologize, Mr. Mays. You don't have an ugly mug. That's a term of endearment. Skylar Mays. Scoots out two weeks. Brogdon, we haven't heard a timeline, but he's got a sore hamstring. There's no way they rush this bloke back. Um, Skylar Mays, four games next week for the Blazers. They play Sunday. They play three and four nights. An absolute must roster player. But also remember this. When you are debating between Skylar Mays or um, Kobe White, who's established already, but Mays is probably a better permanent producer, and I would love more for the short-term Skyler over Kobe. Or you're looking at um, Keontae George, for example, which is a common question. Mays almost will undoubtedly outperform George for this week. But as soon as one of Scoot or Brogdon comes back, Mays goes back to being an 18-minute player. And then when they both come back, he probably goes back to being a zero-minute player. It was encouraging that they converted him from a two-way contract to a full contract. I thought he played really well last season. In fact, he played so well last season, Skylar Mays, that they had to sit him down so they could lose more games. I think he's an NBA player. I think he's a real NBA rotation player. But when you're considering who you drop, there is going to be strong, let's say, top 60 numbers for Mays this week. That is possible. But it might last literally one week, and it has no real chance outside of many more injuries piling up. It'll get worse when Simons comes back. 
that you might get him to be reactivated in March or February. So while George will almost definitely be a worse producer this week, it depends what you're focusing on. Are you focusing on this week only? Sure. Do you want to have a little bit more foresight because we're in week four, not week 14? Then debate it that way. The other three game in Fortnite sections, Atlanta, Lakers, Magic, Sixers, Blazers again. You'll notice the Blazers, a lot of games. Tuesday through Friday, they play three games in four nights. Really strong Skylar Mays stuff. The Bulls, hmm, Kobe White again. The Bulls, the Bucks, and the Knicks play three games in four nights in the Wednesday to Saturday chunk, so mid, mid to late week. And then at the end of the week, as we detailed earlier in the stream zone, the Thunder are the only team playing the Thursday through Sunday three and four nights schedule. So we have a lot of three and four nights that we can attack. But as I have already mentioned, and I will continue to mention, make sure you check out how it impacts you on the schedule on those high volume days, Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday. Can you use them? Does it make sense to use them? No one plays a four and five this week, but multiple teams playing a four and six. The Sunday through Friday, so starting the end of week three through to Friday in week four. Bulls, Lakers, Cam Reddish? Don't drop Austin Reeves, by the way, but Cam Reddish maybe? Um, Knicks, quite a few options there. Sixers, if you're debating whether to drop Oubre, and I know many of you weren't, but have a look at his numbers. Just have a look at Oubre's numbers. Um, Melton even. I know I'll say the same thing. Look at his numbers. Dreadful. I think he's going to jump up, and I, I still have... I have people think that I'm absolutely in love with DeAnthony Melton. I think he's a pretty good player, but I'm also have him on zero of my teams because nearly everybody that I draft against would draft him before me. Right? I'm not as high on him as others are. Irrespective. Four games in six nights for the Sixers, the Blazers, and the Wizards. That's the Sunday through Friday. Monday through Saturday during the week are oh, those pesky Chicago Bulls. The Bucks and the Knicks. Four games, six nights, Monday through Saturday. And then Tuesday through Sunday, Dallas, Derek Jones Jr., the Lakers, the Thunder, Kaysan Wallace, um, the Magic, well, Suggs, Anthony, Bedadze, Wagner, the Sixers, Melton, Ubre, Batum in deeper leagues, and the Blazers, old mate Skylar Mays once more. So there's your four in six little schedule. What else do we need to look at now? Well, it's back-to-backs. I'm not going to do the back-to-backs that include the high-volume days. We will look at those when we do the daily schedule streaming stuff through the week. But in terms of trying to plan out a week, I have to have a cutoff somewhere. Monday to Wednesday, pseudo back-to-back. Boston, Chicago, Cleveland, Milwaukee, the Knicks, the Kings, the Raptors, the Wizards. This was the beginning of our stream zone schedule plan. Thursday to Saturday. There's no uh, there's no Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. Thursday to Saturday, back-to-back. Warriors, Heat, or pseudo back-to-back. Warriors, Heat, Thunder. The Heat, interesting to see how things develop with the Tyler Hero situation. Kyle Lowry, Haywood Highsmith. Josh Richardson's actually injured at the moment as well. We'll see how that works out. Warriors, probably going to be no one, but maybe you look at Wiggins if he was dropped, rightfully so. Um, so there's a Thursday to Friday, or th- uh, sorry, Thursday to Saturday, uh, back-to-back combo there, pseudo back-to-back. And then on the weekend, as I've teased earlier in the show, three teams have it. The Derek Jones Jr.-led Dallas Mavericks. The Bismack Biombo-led Memphis Grizzlies. Shout out to Jacob Gilliard. Is he available on ESPN yet? I tried to do a bit of a deep dive yesterday on Twitter about players not available on ESPN. And honestly, there is zero excuse for you to play fantasy on ESPN. I like some of the people that I know who work at ESPN. I don't know everyone, but I know the people, some of the people working at ESPN fantasy-wise. They don't control this stuff. But you should not play fantasy on ESPN. If Jacob Gilliard 
who started for the Grizzlies yesterday and played in the NBA last season is not available to pick up, your platform's shit. If Matt Ryan, who started a game this season for the Pelicans, who hit a game winner last season for the Lakers and played on two NBA teams last season, is not available, your shit. Darian Sebron, not a big name, but played for the Pelicans and was on a roster last season. Do you know who the Kings starting point guard has been the last two games? It's Keon Ellis. Can you add him on ESPN? Of course you can't. You should not play fantasy on any platform that these are Ellis, Gilliard, Ryan. These are legitimate 12 team stream options and you cannot use them. And they didn't just get signed yesterday. They were signed last season. Last season. And you still can't use them. ESPN. If you are watching, and if you're one of the people at ESPN that does content there that I know and like, tell your bosses. This is embarrassing. And I will continue to go on about this because it is ridiculous for the sport of fantasy basketball, the hobby of fantasy basketball, that you are a supposed leader and you can't even add players who have been on rosters for two years. And I know I'm getting like a bit soapboxy here, but it's embarrassing. We all make little mistakes at times. We all do. I think the other day I said, well, maybe Ibu Baji might be a deeper league guy in Portland. He's, he, he got waived. I forgot that, right? He got waived. That's cool. But I'm also not running a database of NBA players. Well, actually, I am. But you won't find that happen on Basketball Monster. You won't find the rosters being that out of date where players don't exist. Fix it, for God's sake. Anyway, the Thunder... They didn't have Vasily Micic in their um, database to add. He is there now. They've got the Saturday-Sunday back-to-back, as we detailed earlier. So Wallace and Dort and um, uh, Pig Williams as another option there. Uh, Isaiah Joe on that back-to-back. I didn't actually plan for that ESPN ramp, but I think, I think it's important. I do. Um, weekly leagues. Weekly league schedule doesn't matter in terms of when the games are played. It's just how many games get played. And these six names here, I think, are all worthy of adding and starting in a category league for the week ahead. And number one is the big fella. I can't... Uh, Mrs. Um, what's her name? Uh, Mrs. White, Skylar Mays. Add him. Four games, strong schedule, no Brogdon, no Scoot. Let's go. No Simons. Kobe White. I haven't talked much about Kobe White lately. His play has improved. He's looked better. Starting point guard with usage upside who's playing well, should be rostered, and now we've got a great schedule. Mo Wagner, Jalen Suggs, Gogo Badadze, Cole Anthony, they're all there. Four games again for the Magic. Alex Caruso, the Rabbit Hunter. If they play him 30 minutes a night, he will be top 70 and he'll be must roster. I worry that they won't, but I'm also happy to get ahead of the trend. And then Derek Lively, or the other Derek that starts for the Mavs, a very Derek-friendly team. <laughs> Shout out to Derek Fisher, Mavs legend. Um, Derek Lively and Derek Jones is an option there too. I prefer Lively over Jones, but they are both options. For a weekly points league using the Yahoo scoring system. ESPN, I, let me say something though. <laughs> Back to ESPN. Your fantasy point scoring system, I think is better than Yahoo's. I don't love the three-point bonus that you give, but I think it is a little bit better, the scoring system. That's why we implemented it over at Locked On Fantasy Basketball Bowl for this season. There you go. Um, but more people play Yahoo. Weekly points league ads, Skylar Mays. These are all 50% plus available. Kobe White, Goga Badadze, Jalen Suggs, Josh, the Hitman Hart. And I will throw my other mate, my other Derek, Derek Jones Jr. Maximum Derek, medium Derek, median Derek, 
Mode Derek? Lots of Derek's. Derek Jones Jr. as a points league ad for the week. And that, legends, is the end of the show. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Odyssey. And if you're on YouTube, you know what to do. I think you do what to do. You thumb it up. You leave a comment. You tingle my bell. And that's it. We're done. Guys, thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.